tonight's uh, Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, joined now by Coach Jerome Tang, associate head coach for the Baylor Bears. And, Jerome, I um, yesterday or Friday I was doing a live show from Heritage Creamery. There's a new location out at Woodway, kind of that Midway uh, administration building right up the hill from it, Ritchie Road in 84. And it made me think of you because they, man, they are baking some like snickerdoodle and chocolate chip cookies to go with their really, really some good ice cream and milkshakes. Um, I think it's a place, uh, Jerome, that you would enjoy taking the family. Man, that's right down the street from my house, too. So uh, uh, I'm going to be very excited about stopping by there. Okay, yeah, that's Heritage Creamery. And uh, I might be able to score you a T-shirt or something. But, uh, yeah, I got the uh, – they, they've really got some good little smoothie or a milkshake or something. They put some Pops lemonade with blackberry ice cream and really came up with a nice little combo. So we'll, uh, I'll keep you posted on that. Are you um, – are you refreshed? I mean, I, I, you're not a man who does well with time off. You're a guy, you and Scott are grinders. Did you actually put the phone down for a little bit and, and, and get some vacation here recently? I, I did. I got to set the phone down for a little while, and uh, we were down at South Padre Island. And uh, with the fam, you know, the, the, it's the only time my kids, they work this summer, and Island starts back with school um, this uh, week, and so it's with her senior year, and so we got to squeeze a little bit in. And the best thing about it is I got to take a nap every day. Ooh, really? Now, do you take <laughs> yeah. power naps, or can you can you go like two or three hours? Well, well, down there I went two or three hours, and it was awesome. It was the, the I'm just telling you, it was it was it was incredible. <laughs> so. Oh, <man. laughs> I'm I'm glad to hear it. Now, do you uh, do you get out there now? Are you Scott's the fisherman, right? That's yeah, that's not yeah. that's not your thing. I got you. You didn't do no, any deep sea no, fishing God, or anything God, like God that. Didn't, God didn't call me to catch fish. He called me to catch men. And so, <laughs> fishers of men. Yes, yes. Almost <laughs> sounds biblical, doesn't it? Uh, talking to uh, Baylor associate head coach Jerome Tang. By the way. Uh, Congratulations. I don't think you can – you certainly can't comment on this specific player, but I can say something. You guys just landed a huge commitment. And um, and depending on what service, this could – as high as like number two in the whole country, Keontae George. So uh, I'll just say it in general. Uh, Jerome, congratulations. You all continue. Um, and, and, again, you all have always recruited extremely well. But, uh, but, you know, this is a pretty cool deal when you're the – defending national champions and the reason i kind of like this uh jerome is everybody seems kind of panicked right now of oh what, what are we going to do what's going to happen with the conference but you know what these kids out there want to be part of a great program and um and i think that's what we're seeing so i um i was i was very excited to see that are y'all sensing that out on the recruiting trail that there's not you, you know kids are just excited about the the, the, the Baylor program, not like, oh, gosh, who's going to be in the conference in three years? Yeah, you know, kids just kind of care what's going on today and maybe what they're going to do tomorrow. Uh, they're really not thinking three years down the road. 
and um, you know the the West Coast Conference has not hurt Gonzaga with recruiting, and so um, the fact that there might be eight teams in the Big Twelve, or you know we may be switching conferences, that that's really not uh, a concern for young people right now. You know, and and what we've told ourselves is we got to control what we can control. We can't control what's going on with, with the, the conference realignment, uh, but we can control what's going on with Baylor basketball today. And so it's just, you know, continuing to sell, um, you know, just what's great about Baylor University and the family that we have here and the culture that we have in our program. And that, you know, we want to be uh, the first team, what, I guess, uh, west of the Mississippi to to win two national championships and uh so we we're um you know in the in this modern time uh, of the tournament uh we we want to do that so that's what uh we're focused on and uh, and you know kids they that resonates with them do people stop you at the beach do they recognize you um <laughs> even more now from all your uh national tv appearances during the final four or or like when you have your uh do you, do you have some championship gear on sometimes? Do you find when you have that stuff on, folks are, uh, folks are uh, stopping you more than, uh, more than they used to? Uh, you know what? Not, not really. It's like, you know, I mean, what, what really what it does, it really humbles you um, because you're out there and our world is college basketball. And, like, we think that everybody – should know about what's going on in our world, but there's so much more that's going on out there. And so, you know, you're walking on the beach and you're, you're going to restaurants, you're going to places and, and people are focused on a lot of other things. And so it really makes you kind of sit back and realize that, you know, um, although it's important to me, it's not important to everybody else. And what's really important is how we treat each other and how, how do we care about each other and how we help each other live a better life. And so, um, I mean, even in the basketball world, Coach Brooks posted the other day, he went to a tournament, we're out recruiting, and we go to the tournament to pay for our coach's packet, and he walks up to the table, and the guy says, what school are you with? And he says, Baylor University, and the guy says, are y'all Division One or Division Two? <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it's just, and this is a guy in a basketball environment working in a uh, a you know, a, a summer basketball tournament. And, you know, he didn't know that we had just won a national championship. And so uh, it just kind of puts you in your place. God has a funny way of humbling you and making you, you know, realize that, man, uh, there, there's more to this life than just what we do. It almost seems like something uh, another coach did, you know, like a prank or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ask them if they're division one or two. I'm sorry. You should not be working in a basketball environment if that's your question of Baylor. But uh, that's just one man's opinion. Now, um, I, I'm I'm so excited about this Ish Wainwright news. Ends up at Toronto, uh, the same place where Freddie Gillespie is on a uh, on a two year deal. I mean, how cool is that? A guy who uh, played some football after he was done, been playing some overseas. I mean, he was a glue guy for y'all. I don't think he ever scored even six points per game. You know, he 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 was kind of a a dirty work type player for you. I mean, how cool is that to see Ish get his opportunity in the NBA? 
being whatever it is, like three or four years removed from playing for you guys. No, that it, it's I'm so happy for Ishmael Wainwright. He's arguably one of the three best leaders we've ever had in this program and um you know, one of the best teammates that you'd ever want to be around. Just just a tremendous young man. He he cared about his his teammates. He loved Baylor University. He treated everyone um I mean with the utmost respect and uh, the thing that Ishmael had to improve on was his shooting. And with the modern game of, of NBA basketball, where there are pretty much four guards out there on the floor and you need guys who can be interchangeable and guard multiple positions, you know, in college, he guarded the one through the five and he's gone overseas. And in his three years there, he's really improved his shooting. And, you know, he's always been a great passer. He's always had a great feel for the game. He's always been a great defender and rebounder. And and he showed that, you know, his offensive skills, you know, in an open court with those wide shoulders and long arms that he could make some plays. And now he's hitting the corner three. And uh, I think a lot of guys owe P.J. Tucker uh, a big thank you because him winning the championship with Milwaukee this year and, and not shooting the ball but just being a great defender and teammate it's uh, other people want that type of a guy and Ish fits that role. Um, you know, Tory Hunter with the Phoenix Suns fits that role, you know? Um, and so it's, it's exciting, man. It's just exciting that, you know, the success of the other Baylor players um, make the NBA want guys who are high character, who understand playing a role, who've been coached well and understand the team concept of things. And uh, so it's, it's a, it's a whole lot of fun, man. We're so excited right now for, for all those guys. Yeah, it is fun to watch them. Jerome Tang, associate head coach for Baylor Bat men's basketball, joining us, the Matt Mosley show ESPN central Texas, um, watching some of these um, summer league games, uh, Maceo, you know, he's just a scoring dude. And I, I knew through the process people were going to break down his shot because it's unorthodox. But he's already, you know, he's scoring like crazy because that's what he does. And yeah. um, what what about, we, we know, you know, Davion going to Sacramento, he's going to get, and that's an interesting place for him to be because they have two other guards that handle the ball a lot. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But we have high hopes for all these guys. But what about Maceo and Jared? What do you think about that fit? Now, you know I'm a huge Jazz fan. Uh, Baylor has a lot of connections there. And it's a, Quinn's a great coach. But um, what, what, what did you think? I mean, obviously, Jared fell, fell longer than we thought he was. It probably was the red flag with a medical condition. But what do you think about the, the, that fit for those two Baylor guards? Well, first of all, um, the Jazz had Jared I think in their top five, and I want to say he's number two analytically on the chart that they, all the metrics that are important to them, they had him as a number two player. uh, They deemed him a mid first round type draft pick. Did not think he would be around with the 30th pick that they had. So they traded that pick early. And then when he was around, they were, kicking themselves, but it worked out great for him because they was able to obtain the 40th pick and he was still around. And so it was a great deal for the Utah Jazz. But it's also a great deal for Jared because he's with a team that valued him higher than where they drafted him. 
So they're going to take care of him. And then he becomes a free agent in two years now because he's a second-round pick. So he doesn't have to be under the, the five-year with the fifth-year being the team option thing. He's got two years, and then he can renegotiate his contract again. And with Jared Butler, given the opportunity to be on the basketball floor, he is going to be productive. And, I mean, he he could be as productive for the Jazz as Sam Cassell was for the Houston Rockets as a rookie. And I don't know if you remember that season, but, you know, the Rockets won the championship Sam's rookie year, and he was on the floor in big minutes at the end of the game making big shots because he had that poise, that demeanor, that confidence, and just shot-making ability. And, and Jared Butler has all those things with that championship pedigree. And then when you talk about Macy Teague, you know, people are concerned about his shot. Can he get it off? Well, you saw in the second game, you know, he goes for 26. And in the mm-hmm. third game, he gets off 21 shots. Now, it's not, it's not easy to get shots off in an NBA game because there's a defense there, you know? So there's a lot of dudes that can't even get 10 shots up and Macy was able to get up 21 because he just has the ability to create space to get his shot off, whether it's from the three-point line, the mid-range, or at the rim. And he's Macy Oteague is going to score regardless of where he's at, given the opportunity. And I've never seen him have two bad halves in a game, right? He might have a bad first half. He'll have a bet. He'll have a good second half. You know, if he has a bad second half one game, he'll have a good first half the next because he's constantly working on his game. And they're just some guys who can put it in the hole, and and he's one of them. And so uh, we we are excited for both of them to be in the NBA, to be with the Utah Jazz, and and just being given an opportunity to um, pursue their dreams. I tell you, he he brings back memories. It, there's an old school nature to it in that 17 feet. He'll be 60 or 17 feet and go off the glass, and and it's beautiful. Yeah. Like it's not, you know, some yeah. guys do that, and you're like, they didn't mean to do that. He means it, and uh, Duncan could do it, Dirk could do it. Uh, only a few guys use that glass, and boy, he uses every trick. Well, we got to run, but Jerome, I could, I, I love visiting with you, and uh, we need to. We need to make this a regular thing, man. It's always fun, and uh, it's great catching up with you. I really appreciate it. Well, man, it's my pleasure. Thank you for what you do for uh, sports in the state of Texas, but particularly how you love the Baylor Bears, man. We're so proud of you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. It is Jerome Tang, associate head coach of Baylor Men's Basketball.